0: Have you ever been corrected, like pulled aside and told that whatever you did wasn't up to the standard? It was subpar. It was sublame. It was just totally unexcusable. And perhaps you heard that and you received it as rejection. You're not good enough. You're not smart enough. So therefore, you should just quit. Just throw in the towel. And when told that, how did you respond? Did you respond? Did you shut down or did you throw it all back at the person and say, you don't even know what you're talking about? How should we handle correction? That's the question, and we're going to answer that question right here, right now on the Supernaturalist Podcast Show. Let's go. Welcome to the Supernaturalist Podcast Show, where emerging revivalists and extraordinary leaders share inspirational experiences that will help take you to a higher level. Now, here's your host, Darren Stort. hey hey everybody welcome if we haven't met yet my name is darren stott lead pastor of a church called seattle revival center check us out online seattle god's doing some super cool stuff author of a book called pattern interrupt pick up your copy on amazon also check out my free gift to you all y'all parents all you people with little humans that we call children if it's your desire to raise them up in the Lord to see them do the crazy stuff with Jesus we're talking miracles deliverance dreams visions encounters with angels all that kind of thing if that's your desire check out supernatural parents There's 12 quick tips to help equip you in the fine art of supernatural parenting. So that's my gift to you. Again, supernaturalparents.com. Today, we're going to be talking about correction. And we're going to be talking about two ways to handle correction. So let's begin. Now, first of all, I became a pastor at the age of 27, which 27 is Pretty young. I don't know if I would necessarily recommend that, but that was kind of the way, that's what the Lord had for me. Uh, uh, Looking back at it, it was perfect timing. When I was in it, it wasn't actually quick enough. That time of training and equipping and preparation and activation, it felt like forever. And yet... Like It's just so amazing to look back and just see how God was ordering and directing my steps and just the incredible mothers and fathers and the faith that he put around me to bring me into that place. So, Easter 2009, I was installed as the senior pastor, as, as the lead pastor at Seattle Revival Center, and that was incredible. God's grace was really on it. But I will say I was young and I was new. And in many ways, I was green. And so at that particular time, just before that time, I was honored with the ability to be a part of the teaching team at Seattle Revival Center. I was teaching even before I was formally trained in the fine art of teaching, which means there were a lot of rough sermons that people had to sit through. And I remember receiving correction from people, from people that knew what they were talking about. And that was difficult at times to receive. And so when we dive into this topic of two ways to handle correction, I'm coming to you as a pro, okay? I know what it's like to be corrected. I know what it's like to be corrected when I've done things wrong. And I know what it's like to be corrected when I didn't do Anything wrong. And today, the goal, the aim, our mission together is to come up with this solution so that next time you're corrected, you know how to respond. Now why are we talking about this? This doesn't sound like a supernatural topic. We should be talking about deliverance and casting out demons or how to raise the dead in three easy steps. Well, we will do those shows, but I feel called in this season to do whatever I can to equip you uh, as a leader. Just declare that over yourself right now. just whether you believe it or not, just declare I am, I am a leader a leader good because that is the truth that God is raising you up and therefore I think that well the Lord's been been saying like Darren speak to the people um as though they are leaders and begin raising up leaders and so this is my this is the, the, the this is me going after this uh today because if you're going to be a leader then you're going to be corrected. And if you are a leader and you're not being corrected, something's wrong. And that's actually where we're going to be going today. Now, how should you respond when you are being corrected and you deserve it? There was once this time when I was in the workforce in the marketplace and I had a job where I was compensated based off of my Performance. So as long as I was performing well, I'd be compensated well. Okay. And now here's the deal. Like when I was in the marketplace, I did pretty good. Okay. And I always met uh, 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 the goals and the requirements. I always met that that standard because of that I was given a certain amount of liberty and a certain amount of freedom um, from my boss. Uh, he really liked me. He trusted me and he didn't require of me a lot of the things that he required of others on the team. And I liked it that way. This one particular day, I got a phone call, and I picked up the phone, and it was my boss. And he said, Darren, I just saw your numbers from last week. And I said, yeah? And he said, yeah, uh, what's up? That was, that's not good at all. Like, your numbers are, are, are horrible. Like, Darren, bro, dude, what's up? And he was absolutely right. It was embarrassing for me to even hear this. And so I responded, and I just said, uh, "Bro," because I'm not gonna tell you his name. I didn't probably actually say "bro" to my boss, but I was like, "Dude, <laughs> uh, look, you are right. I am so sorry. That will never happen again." And guess what? It didn't. I from that point forward, I made my numbers. I wasn't always the, the top guy on the team, but I never had those kind of numbers ever again. Because I valued my freedom, um, because I uh, valued um, uh, 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 just the, yeah, the freedom, the liberty that, that was given to me. and because I valued that relationship with my employer, with my boss who had vested a certain amount of trust into me, I didn't want to betray that trust. And so when corrected, I humbled myself and I basically repented. Now, what do you do when you're corrected and you feel like you actually haven't done anything wrong? I'll give you a more recent example uh, just from being in ministry. I recently did uh, an incredible conference um, within a particular stream that I don't typically get to minister in. And so because of that, this was a new challenge um, uh, language was going to be a challenge because my typical word choice in ministry would not necessarily translate well to the community where I was going to be doing ministry this particular weekend. Now, one of the things that I love, one, one of the, the subjects that I value so much is the subject of sonship. Throughout the weekend, without even realizing it, I was alluding and, 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 and using the word sonship. And I didn't even realize I was doing this uh, as much as I was until the last message that I brought. It was straight up... St- uh, uh, straight up, sonship. It wasn't watered down at all. It was like you are sons. We are all sons. That no matter your gender, we are sons. Declare that of yourself right now. I am a son. And and so for me, it was really straightforward. It brought it, it brought it right out of the word, right out of Galatians, word for word. E- excellent exegesis. Excellent herm hermeneutic. If I could say so myself. And yet, when it was all said and done, I was confronted. Uh, by uh, one of the leaders on the leadership team because there was a misunderstanding regarding the word sonship. The concern was that there were several women within the congregation, within the audience, that felt like what I was trying to do was put masculinity or a masculine message on women. What I was trying to do is to say that this is really about the dudes, that ministry is really about the dudes, and that in, in some uh, form or another, because I was only referring to sons, that I was undermining or putting down the females or the women in the house. Now, that wasn't my heart at all, and I explained that to them, and I said, I'm so sorry. And Then I was asked if I would consider apologizing to... Everybody there. And I don't think they wanted me to apologize. They just wanted me to bring a correction to what I would said and to bring understanding to the female demographic to let them know that uh, Sonship in no way undermines or puts down uh, feminine, femininity at all, right? So, did I do anything wrong? Well, we'll get to that in a second. I'll defend myself here in a second. But I felt like because this was a shared concern in numerous hearts within different gals in 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 the place i wanted to protect the relationship that i had with with this with this community and i also wanted to protect the seed that was sown throughout that whole weekend i didn't want for any sort of revelation or information to be canceled out because of offense so for me it wasn't a matter of being right or being wrong it was a matter of choosing relationship, and that I wanted to uh, do whatever I could to humble myself and to bring understanding so that the enemy would have no opportunity to, um, to get in and to uh, subvert what the Lord had established that weekend. I got up with a nice introduction from the pastor, and it wasn't even the pastor that was asking me to do this, but I got up. And I just said, everybody, and even though I believe an apology wasn't asked of me, just understanding, just bring understanding, I I wanted to do this right. I responded by repenting, and I said, I want to apologize because there was a misunderstanding of the information or revelation of sonship that I brought. I want you to know that I believe in women in ministry. I want you to know that my pastor is a woman that in no way did I ever want for any women here to feel like they were less than or that they had to be masculine or that authority or this opportunity or inheritance is only for men. No way, Jose! That's not the message. So I apologized and I explained. And then I was done. (laughs) And I believe that in handling it that way... um, the Lord was able to continue to hover over all that was done and that that spirit of offense was taken out through my humility and through um, an explanation. And praise the Lord for that. So anyways, after it was all said and done, the pastor of the church and the pastor of theology at the church walked out to my car with me. And the pastor of theology said to me, Your understanding and your explanation of the text that you taught was correct. There wasn't anything that you said in your message that was incorrect. This is what he said. Darren, you were right, and yet you apologized, and yet you repented, and yet you did whatever it took to make sure that that message wasn't robbed from people's hearts. And he said, for that, thank you. Because that is very, very rare to see that kind of response in a leader. Now, how do we handle correction? How do we handle this? On one hand, correction is sometimes offensive. Sometimes it's embarrassing. I know what it's like to be offended and to be embarrassed by correction. And yet, it's always valuable. Number one. We have to own it externally. That means this, that when corrected, no matter how offended we are and no matter how rejected we feel, that as soon as we hear it, we have to own it real time and respond. When I say own it, I mean that you are ready to give a respond right off the bat. And here's how I think you should respond with gratitude. It takes a tremendous amount of courage for people to come to us and to level with us, to be honest with us. So even if we disagree, and even if we can't see it at that time, I would encourage you to honor the courage of that person that it took a lot for them to come to you and to share with you how they believe in this particular matter there's an opportunity for growth and understanding. So number one, own it and Own it externally, meaning that you're ready to have a response right then and there. And you say, I don't know how to respond. Yeah, you do. Respond with gratitude because correction is always valuable. And what do you do? What do you say when somebody gives you something that's valuable? You say, thank you. You don't have to see the value in it at the time, but I can assure you there's some gold in that poo (laughs) so crude I'm so sorry maybe we should strike that from the record but sometimes we want to reject something because we feel rejected but I can assure you own it right up front and respond immediately thank you so much and then assure them that you will handle it number two see it Internally, meaning this, that once you've once you have once you have Owned it externally, and you've responded. You've thanked the person for it. You assure, that you you're assuring them that you've heard them, that you've really heard them. You've asked the questions that you that you needed to ask. You didn't just let it go in one ear and out the other. You're not just giving them lip service. You're not just smiling and nodding and saying yeah over and over and over and over and over. But you did everything possible to investigate the matter, to really understand where they're coming from, and then you thank them and you assure them that you will handle it. Now leave that situation and go in. Go in internally and begin to see it and to the degree that you can't invite people that you trust into the process of seeing it and ask people to be honest with you to help you see what somebody else saw because they might be able to provide the language that you need in order to see it as well. I think oftentimes we can see others pretty truthfully and honestly but usually we have difficulty seeing ourselves truthfully and honestly that's both negative and in positive light so oftentimes we are the very ones that are so hard on ourselves and oftentimes we are the last ones to see the areas that need improvement within ourselves and for this reason honest communication is so valuable i think one of the highest forms of honor is honesty. And so it's so important that we don't reject people when they love us enough to tell us the truth, even though it seems like they don't love us at all. Number three, you've got to hear it. Like really hear it no matter where it comes from. Because God oftentimes uses donkeys to speak to us, That means that oftentimes God will use the very people that we'd be the most likely to reject to tell us the truth. Sometimes the Lord will purposefully offend us in order to reveal our own hearts to us. I think that's the funny thing is that I would never encourage you to intentionally offend someone. I just don't think that's that's not my style. And I don't think that it should be your style. You know, it says in the Proverbs that that an offended brother is like a fortified city, meaning that nothing can get in and nothing can get out. And so if you offend somebody that you're trying to influence, you're shooting yourself in the foot. And yet God has no problem offending us. In fact, he sometimes does it on purpose. Sometimes God will offend us through people. So for that very reason, it's so important that the very person that you'd be the most likely to reject is the person that you listen to when they level with you. Remember, correction is usually offensive. And sometimes we can perceive it as rejection. And yet, it is always, always valuable. I learned... Difficult, difficult lessons at 27, 28, 29 years old as far as, especially when it comes to public speaking and how I was addressing people. Certain sides of the room that I would be attracted to more than other sides of the room. Ways that I would use my hands. Ways that I would point at people that would feel demeaning. These are all things that I didn't know. These are all things that I was, that I was corrected on in the very beginning. All things that I disagreed with initially. There were things that I said that I had to handle and when I went to people and apologized and tried to make it right, they laughed at me and said, you didn't offend me at all. You do not need to apologize. And yet I wanted to walk out the process because I knew this was an opportunity for my own growth. This was an opportunity to be forged by the fire. And my question for you right now is, are you being corrected? When was the last time you were actually corrected? When was the last time that somebody came to you and said, what you did did not exactly measure up, or here is an opportunity for growth and improvement if you're not getting that, you're being robbed because every leader needs to have somebody that's telling them the truth, not just somebody every leader needs to be surrounded in, a, in a, by a community of people that are giving advice that are loving you enough to tell you the truth and to say here is an opportunity for growth and improvement because The last thing we want is to be surrounded by people who just flatter us. That flattery will lead to disaster. That oftentimes the most hard words that we can receive are the very words that go right to our heart and begin to rework the parts of our heart that we didn't even know were broken or fractured or operating from a place that wasn't healthy. So I would encourage you that if you don't have people around you that are talking to you, that you would find those people? Who are those people? Who are those people that you respect? Have you gone to those people? Go to those people. Say, I respect you. I appreciate what you're walking in. You're walking in areas of freedom and liberty that I'm not. Would you be willing to speak into my life? Would you be willing to ask me difficult questions? And when you see me in operation and you see me uh, 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 and my motivation, would you be willing to challenge me? And to the degree that you invite correction, to that same degree, you will invite a certain level of supernatural acceleration into your leadership and into your efficiency. I so believe that the Lord wants to bring us into a place where we work less and yet more gets accomplished. And the only way that that can happen is if we are growing and if we are learning. And so for this reason, community is so important. And I don't just mean that you're doing life with people day in and day out within your within your um, uh, pre-existing geographic location, but that you can even reach out to people that are out of state. You can even reach out to people that are even out of country. You can reach out to people over social media. You can reach out to people that you don't even know and just say, hey, I respect you. I appreciate you. I'm looking for a mentor. I'm looking for some advice. Be specific. Put it out there. Know that not everybody's going to have time for you, but that There could be some God connections, some divine connections, some connections that are ordered of heaven that will bring you into new spheres of influence or will bring you into greater efficiency within the sphere of influence that you're already involved. We need feedback. It's so important. So that's my encouragement to you. How do you handle correction? Own it. Own it. Externally and respond, thank you, this is so bad, it hurts so good. And see it internally. Take the time to process it. And know that even when there's no truth in it, that you're going to humble yourself and respond exactly the same way. That regardless of how true it is or how untrue it is, that you're always going to say thank you. I'm going to pray into this. I'm going to handle this. So that's what I have for you guys. I hope this has been encouraging, uh, motivating, challenging um, to you. And I'd love to hear from you. So please leave a review on iTunes. That would be incredible. To do that, you just go to the darrenshow.com. That'll take you right to the iTunes page. Please leave a review. Let me know what you think of this kind of topic, and also let me know of the kind of topics that you'd like to discuss. That would be super amazing. Thanks so much for your time, and we'll talk again real soon. Peace out.